Welcome to the Gold Nose Podcast. I'm your host, Gregory McCoy. Today is December 21st, 2019. This is episode number 21. Um, today I'm going to look at same format, offensive player, defensive player. And uh, I got a couple other things I sprinkled in. And uh, let's go ahead and get started. Well, before I get started, let me just say this. Um, You know, I didn't start doing this YouTube channel and podcast to try to be famous. I'm just a fan, man. And I just wanted to talk about my favorite team. And that's pretty much it. I don't have any aspirations beyond that. So with that being said, um, I... um, I am not a journalist. I am not a reporter. I am not an insider. Um, I do not work for a website. Ninety percent of my information is in my is in my opinion. Other information comes off the internet. So now that I've went on that little rant, let me go ahead and get started. Uh, today, uh, the first play I'm going to spotlight is Ontario Wilson, wide receiver. Um, in my opinion. Most complete receiver on the roster when healthy. Runs great routes, has great hands. He can separate from DBs. Um, FSU, Florida State needs more of that. If he can stay healthy, he can be a uh, early round pick in the NFL draft. Needs to get stronger. Conditioning needs to be uh, at the forefront of his uh of his development. Um, NFL comparison, comparison, Emmanuel Sanders for the San Francisco 49ers. Um, I can't remember if he had the breakout game against Louisville or NC State or Syracuse. One of those games, he just went off. And I was just, you know, I was like, this guy is, he's the best receiver we got. But he got injured. And I didn't, I don't think I saw him again the whole season. I mean, um, to me, he's better than DJ Matthews and uh, Tamori and Terry. I mean, I know Tamori and Terry went over a thousand yards, but he just runs go routes primarily. And uh, to me, this guy right here is the most complete receiver. Um, I mean, if you want to be, if I want to throw a little negative thing in there, he's not a great blocker. Um, but as a wide receiver, you don't have to do like. Pancakes, you just got to get in the way of the DB most of the time. So, um, next guy is Renardo Green, cornerback, true freshman. Um, great backpedal. Um, gets a great jump on intermediate routes. I just seen a couple that he got a great jump on. He didn't make the pick, though. Um, small in stature. Gambles too much for interceptions. Needs to add weight. Needs to get stronger. Very athletic defensive back. In his limited playing time, I thought he played man coverage better than zone coverage. With film study and strength and conditioning. Um, If he dedicates himself to that, um, he could could be an undrafted free agent in the league. Um, My NFL comparison to him is Jonathan Joseph. I think Jonathan Joseph, when he was at South Carolina, he was about Renardo Green size. And then I think his sophomore, from from his sophomore to his junior year, he just 
think he got up to almost 200 pounds, and he's been a player in the league ever since, man. So I think if he can emulate what Jonathan Joseph did, he can be a player. Um, Mike Novell is doing everything um, opposite to what Willie Tacker did, and that's a great thing. He signed two QBs in uh, his first recruiting class this year. He has familiarity with coordinators and position coaches. Um, he's not setting unrealistic expectations for this fan base just to be let down later. Um, he's showing his recruits his success on the field, not just uh, talking about it. Norvell just seems seems more ready for this job than Willie Taggart ever was. He knows what he wants to run on offense and defense, and he found the guys that can run what he wants. Um, all right. <clears throat> and I, I wanted to do a flashback on one of my favorite Florida State players of all time, and that's uh, Peter Warwick. Um, Should have won the Heisman in 1999. Got, cut up, got caught up in the uh, department store scandal. Still was the best player in the country in my eyes. Had a monster game against Virginia Tech in the Sugar Bowl. Was the number four overall pick in the NFL draft in 2000. Um, his pro career was uh, riddled with injuries. And um, it thus it was cut short. <clears throat> Peter Ward could do it all. He ran great routes, had great hands. He could cut. Um, he had uh, juke moves. I mean, he moved like a, a cat out there on the field, man. I wish his pro career would have panned out. Um, he he had a couple of great plays while he was in the league. Um, I think he he did start with the Bengals. I think he played for the Seahawks when it when it was all said and done when his career ended. But um. He Peter Ward just seemed so fast when he was in college, man. He would just run away from, you know, everybody. Then when he got to the pros, it was just like, this guy is slow. Still had the juke moves and the, he could cut on a dime, but he just didn't seem like his uh, college speed transferred to the NFL. But still one of my favorite players. <clears throat> in my eyes, still the best receiver in Florida State history. And, um, you know, will continue to be one of my favorites forever. Um, moving on to a different topic. The major bowl games are losing money because the college football player, the um, college football playoff, and players are skipping the major bowl games. Sugar Bowl tickets are going for six bucks right now. Um, this will lead to expansion. Major bowl games will not tolerate losing money. I laid out my plan for expansion a couple episodes ago. It can work. Um, yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. The Sugar Bowl, the Rose Bowl, the Orange Bowl, and the Fiesta Bowl, they're not going to lose money. <laughs> That's why I say you, you got to expand it to eight. And then those four bowls will host a playoff game. Then you'll have the final fours in Dallas and Atlanta. And then the championship game will alternate sites, you know, be in different places all over the country. That's that's the format that they're probably going to go to. Um, 
like I said, money runs the sport. And, you know, when when big entities as far as bowl games and whatever, cities, when they're losing money, but you best believe something's going to happen. Um, again, just uh, sticking with my motto, nose football and other stuff, maybe. Um, which is more valuable, Super Bowl MVP or the Heisman Trophy? And I wrote a couple of different things for each award. Um, whoever wins the Super Bowl MVP usually wins the Super Bowl. Um, the Super Bowl is the ultimate accomplishment in football. I think the Super Bowl MVP is probably the second best accomplishment in uh, pro football. Uh, the Super Bowl MVP is usually not remembered. Most of us can go back 20 years with Heisman winners. Um, the Super Bowl MVP cannot be taken back. So if a player goes out and does something stupid, they don't take his Super Bowl MVP. Super Bowl MVP gets endorsements. I mean, it's like instantaneous. Disney commercials, uh, appearances on night shows, all kinds of stuff. Um, trophy is not iconic. Um, I, I don't even know what the Super Bowl MVP looks like. Um, Super Bowl MVP gets a vehicle. I know at one point they were giving away vehicles to the Super Bowl MVP. Um, Super Bowl does not have the drama that the Heisman Trophy has. Um, Super Bowl MVP does have name notoriety. Usually when like a player is doing a function or whatever, they'll say former Super Bowl MVP, yada, yada, yada. So that's my uh, uh, argument for Super Bowl MVP. Now the Heisman. Um, winner always introduces Heisman Trophy winning fill in the blank. Heisman Trophy winner doesn't mean national championship appearance. CRG3. Um, Heisman winner always remember. Like I said, I can go back 20 years with the Heisman winners. Um, Heisman can be taken from you. And we know, you know, here in the last 25, 30 years, we've had several players have had that have had their Heismans taken away from them. Heisman winner currently does not get endorsements. We can put quotation marks around that comment because I'm pretty sure they're getting something but they're not supposed to um, Heisman Trophy is universally recognized as one of the most prestigious awards in athletics um, Heisman campaign starts when this uh, college football season starts yeah you know as soon as the season starts you you start hearing about, you know, this guy's all the candidates, and then you have the dark horses. Um, and in comparison to the Super Bowl MVP, you don't hear anybody saying, okay, who's going to be the Super Bowl MVP this year? So um, factoring in all that information, I have to say that the winner is the Heisman Trophy by a landslide. More prestigious. Um 
more history, um, more iconic. Um, you know, it has its own. It's, it's just it's just its own entity. So I would have to say the Heisman Trophy is the winner on that. Um, let's see. Okay, last thing we're gonna do today: Reggie Bush versus Dalvin Cook. Who was the better running back? Um, both were five-star recruits. Reggie Bush. Reggie Bush went to USC, of course. Dalvin Cook went to Florida State. Reggie Bush, six-two, two hundred. Um, Dalvin Cook, five-eleven, two hundred. Reggie Bush is from San Diego. Dalvin Cook is from Miami. Reggie Bush runs a four-three. Dalvin Cook runs a four-four. Both could catch out of the backfield. Both had great hands. Um, Reggie Bush almost won three national championships in a row. Uh, destroyed Oklahoma in the BCS Bowl game. Dalvin Cook lost to Oregon in a college football uh, playoff semifinal. Um, Reggie Bush was a scat back in college. Um Dalvin Cook could be a scat back. He could run between the tackles. He could do it all. Uh, one Reggie Bush won Super Bowl with New Orleans. Uh, let's see. This is Dalvin Cook's third year in the league. He's off to a great start in his career. Um, Dalvin Cook is 10 years younger than Bush. Reggie Bush had his Heisman Trophy taken. Um, Dalvin Cook got into minor trouble at, at Florida State. Reggie Bush um, had help in the form of Lindell White when he was at USC. Um, Dalvin Cook rarely came off the field. Um, let's see. Played with Matt Leinart. Dalvin Cook played with Jameis Winston. Um, Reggie Bush did not have a great pro career. Um, Reggie Bush played on super stacked teams his whole career in college. I mean, just see the Texas USC national championship. Uh, Dalvin Cook, his talent pretty much dwindled every year at, at quarterback, offensive line. He masked a lot of problems. On on the offensive lines, he played with his whole career. Um, so if I have to pick a winner on this, I'm going to have to go with Dalvin Cook. I just felt like he did more with less. Um, he had almost 4,500 yards rushing in his career. Rarely came off the field. He could run between the tackles. He could be a scat back. He was, I mean, he was everything. Um, Reggie Bush is still one of my favorite players of all time. Um, but I, I just felt like Dalvin Cook had more of an impact. That is going to conclude episode 21. Um, thank you for listening to my podcast. Um, it's available on YouTube, uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, rate, view, rate, review, subscribe. Um, on YouTube, hit the notifications and the uh, subscribe and like buttons if you like this information. Thank you for your tremendous support and go Knowles.